Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The home of the Red Sox. 93.7 WEIFM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston. Brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Search and browse more privately. Download the free DuckDuckGo app today. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. It's time for the Travis Thomas Show on Boston Sports Original, Original. W-E-E-I. Travis Thomas here taking your calls as always, 617-779-7937. You can also follow me at Travis Thomas Experience on social media as well. Going to wrap up this Red Sox topic here. With my next guest, who I got to tell you, you know, working at Nesson, uh, you meet so many cool people. Obviously, we just had Will Middlebrooks on. I met him through Nesson. Um, and I met Lenny DiNardo, who I was a fan of, not only as a player, but as an analyst. But I got a chance to spend an entire day with him. That's when you get to know someone. We had a we had a um, charity event for Nesson at, uh, in Roxbury. And so I was, like, hosting the thing, right? And they told me before, like, we're going to get you a player. Uh, They didn't even tell me who. They just said, we're going to get you a player. You'll be there all day. Make it happen. So I had no idea who it was going to be. And I walk in, and there's Lenny DiNardo. And let me tell you something. When you spend an entire day with someone, you really get to know them. So let's bring them in. Uh, Lenny DiNardo, Harbor One Hotline. Let's start there, brother. I mean, uh, clearly, I have an affinity for you after spending a full day with you. Do you feel the same way, or do you want to get rid of me? No, man. It was. I had an outstanding time with you. I appreciate that. I, I didn't know where you were going at first, because remember, the professor met Gilligan on a similar kind of it was a three-hour tour, and then it turned into a little bit more than that. But, no, I uh, – <laughs> I had a blast with you. That's a great event. They're built, Nesson and, and is building a playground, and you and I were, were helping to emcee that. And uh, when I say emcee, you were doing the emcee work. I was there <laughs> smiling, waving, and shaking hands. And, again, it was, uh, it was a blast. I, I had a great time with you. Oh, man, no doubt. Um, so let, let me start here. I want to catch you up with what I've been talking about all show. So I was on last Sunday after the Red Sox sweep to the Blue Jays, and it just felt like the sky was falling. They Remember, it was coming off the heels of the trade deadline where all of us felt like they didn't do enough. Uh, then they get swept by the Blue Jays. They, they were coming off of a West Coast trip where things didn't go well as well, and it just seemed like the season was over. Fast forward a week later, uh, there's some momentum, you know, and 
obviously you can point to the schedule and say, well, yeah, Royals, Tigers, and, and now the Nationals coming up here. Uh, but I, I can't even really say that when this team was losing to bad teams pretty consistently all year. It seems like now they finally uh, got it together. They're beating up on these teams. They've won two series. We anticipate them beating the Nationals. I, I mean, honestly, Lenny, it feels like uh, some momentum is working in way of the Red Sox right now. Do you feel that as well? Yeah, I do. But but the problem is you feel that every other week, right, throughout this season. It's such a bizarre season. It's hard to put your finger on, on what the pulse of this team is. I mean, they're really good or they're really bad, depending on who they're playing. And like you said, early on, they were playing poorly against four teams, teams under 500, teams not destined for the postseason. But they were playing really well against, good teams you know they they going into uh that last blue jays uh series they were seven and oh going in and i hated that because i just look at stats i look at odds and i say this isn't sustainable they're not going to go 10 and oh against the blue jays or whatever it is but uh you do have a little bit of momentum now they're what are they five out of their last seven games they've got a w under their belt um they're back two and a half games out of the wild card when you know they were five seems like last week and, and again the sky was falling and uh when you're a red sox fan and the team's losing that's exactly what it feels like and yeah. as a player that's uh you know it's kind of what you what you want out of the fan base you know you don't want a fan base that's just apathetic a fan base that doesn't care a fan base that expects you to i don't want to say fail but you know doesn't expect you to go out and win a world series or get to the postseason the red sox fan base they want this team to get to the postseason every year they expect a good team to go out there and compete year in and year out it's you know let's say this this century this century that's exactly what they want because they've got four world series under their belt and uh from my perspective, working at Neston, seeing the team at a, at a, uh, from this distance now, there's a lot of good things. Yes, they're not as good as, as, as the fans have hoped so far. You want them to go out there and win the AL East, the best division in baseball. But at the same time, there are so many pieces that are in place right now that are going to help this team, not only this season, but really next season and the year after, I think, that's when they're really going to to showcase the young talent as well as the veteran talent as well. Yeah, you used a word there uh, that um, kind of piqued my interest I want to ask you about. You said apathetic, and I was thinking about the trade deadline. And, you know, I've defended this team at a lot of points this season, and I've consistently said, hey, the season is long. And it's true now as we see them uh, in this wild card race. And at several times throughout the season, it it felt like all hope was lost. But there's so much baseball left to be played. But the apathetic word um, made me think of this. I I did not defend this team at the trade deadline. I did believe... They should have done a little bit more than what they did. And I understood all the players were coming back healthy and all that. And I still think they could have used some help, particularly uh, in the rotation. So I say all that to say, I want now uh, the analyst hat off and the clubhouse hat back on for you. When you are a player and a team does not make any moves to improve at the trade deadline, do the players care? Do you guys feel the same way as we do in the media when you say, boy, we sure could have used some help? Or uh, do you just not even care and you're just worried about doing your job? Or is it a little bit of both? Give me a player perspective from uh, a team maybe not making any moves. Yeah, I would say it's, it's a little bit of both. 
and, and because honestly, you don't have a lot of time to throw yourself in the team of pity party. You've got to play the next day. You got to play that day. Right. You got to go out there and win and do your job. And if you're not thinking about the task at hand, you know, if you're not thinking about that pitch or that swing or that that catch in the outfield or where the ball's supposed to go, then you're not going to be able to do your job. So yes, you can be upset. Maybe some of them were. Maybe they wanted an extra arm to go help them out. But at the end of the day, you have to be able to go out there and have one thought in your head. You can't have multiple thoughts, especially negative thoughts in your head, and go out there and compete at this level. Um, you know, I always look back to last year's trade deadline, what the biggest splash was for the Red Sox. I would say Kyle Schwarber. I think a lot of people would agree he helped this team throughout the stretch. When they grabbed him, he was on the on the IL, right? right? He had, I think it was a strained hammy or something was going on. So we didn't get him right away. Fast forward to this trade deadline. Uh, we didn't really grab anybody other than Urias, right. right? But the guys that we did get are guys like Whitlock, Chris Sale, Tanner Houck's on his way back really soon. So it's kind of the same. You didn't get Kyle Schwarber right, right away. You had to wait a couple weeks in order to have his impact bat and his, his clubhouse personality go out there and take hold. It's the same thing this year, except you're getting guys in-house that you already had this season, and you didn't have to give up anybody necessarily to get them back. So um, I know the thought process of the front office and what they were thinking as, as far as not giving up big pieces of the future in order to compete this season, because they are kind of on the fence. Every other week it seems like they're playing well or they're playing poor. Uh, it's, a, it's a streaky team. Everybody's been paying attention. So, uh, but yeah, they could have used an extra arm. But when Chris Sale came back, when Hulk comes back, when Whitlock came back, where what's going to happen to that arm? You know, right. you, you probably piece him in somewhere. But that means somebody's got to go. Right. You know, if you're going to hold on to him, and I think this is a good clubhouse right now. All things uh, where they are, I think the veterans that they brought in, guys like Duvall, guys like uh, 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 Turner. Mm-hmm. Um, are helping these these this young core group guys like Duran guys like Casas go out there and and figure things out not only on the field but in the clubhouse as well and you can kind of see the uh, how they work and and how you know you Duran you look at him from last year the maturity is night and day right, right. he's got a great attitude out there he's going he plays the game hard he's fun to watch Casas this year we saw it, we we've seen an absolute turnaround he he's always had a good approach he's stuck with it. He's being a little bit more aggressive at the plate right now, getting good pitches to hit because of his eye, and he's doing damage and putting good swings on those pitches. So, again, I think it all—it's all attributed to uh, what what Cora and and the staff is doing, and guys like like I said, Turner and Duvall and, and other guys that are kind of molding these young players and helping them kind of figure out who they are on this team. Yeah, I mean, Adam Duvall, have yourself an afternoon for RBI today for that guy. He was raking out there. It was unbelievable. Lenny DiNardo joining us here of the Harbor One Hotline. Uh, let me ask you about the wild card here. So right now, Rays, Astros, Blue Jays, Mariners, all in front of the Red Sox. Uh, I, you know, I don't know how you feel, but I look at this. I think the Rays and either Astros or Rangers, whoever doesn't win that division, uh, feels to me like they're going to be the two wild card teams. So we're really probably talking about one spot here which comes down to Blue Jays, Mariners, or Red Sox. I personally am writing off the Yankees. I think if old man Steinbrenner was still around, uh, you know, everyone would have already been fired. Um, but 
as you sort of look at that, look at that and, and handicap that for me, uh, do you think the Red Sox will get that spot? I, I, you know, I look at Seattle as a team that has a talent to get it done. They kind of underachieved all year. And then the Blue Jays are really trending in the wrong direction right now, not playing very well. Boston still plays them a bunch of times head-to-head anyways. How do you kind of see it playing out? Do you see the Red Sox grabbing that spot? Well, I'm going to quote Bruce Springsteen right now for this club. It's always been one step up and two steps back, it seems, for this, right. for this team, right? Uh, unfortunately, it's going to be a tough road, right? Not only do you have to go out there and win ball games, but you have to rely on other teams to go out there and lose. And these are quality ball, these are quality ball clubs going out there. Uh, so, again, as, as a Red Sox player, you can't really think – of anything other than the task at hand, winning ball games, putting good swings on the ball, throwing strikes, catching it and throwing it. Most importantly, if they could catch it and throw it, if they didn't have the number of errors that they've had this season, I feel like they'd be way closer. Uh, they wouldn't be fighting to, 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 to get ahead. They'd be looking behind them. I think in the wild card, if it wasn't for the defense this year. Right. So again, it, it, it's hard to to kind of think. Okay, who is it going to be? But the Red Sox have a shot. They're two and a half games out. If they can. Stay hot. Like I said, five out of the last seven games they've won after uh, a sweep from the Jays. If they can put together what I've seen throughout this season, especially with Whitlock back in that that kind of long uh, middle of the game bullpen role, you got Jansen in the end. You got Whitlock now in the middle. You've got Chris Sale back. And I didn't even mention Trevor Story had four hits today. This is another bat in the lineup that's going to help hopefully propel them to where they want to be. So, again, you got to think about the task at hand. You can't think about things you can't control, i.e. other teams right. and whatnot. But, I mean, they do have a shot. I truly believe they do have a shot. Two and a half games is not a lot. So keep winning ball games and keep your fingers crossed that the other teams ahead of them start to fail a little bit. No doubt about it. Well, you know, I think the world of you, Lenny, and I appreciate you coming on, and we'll have you, uh, we'll have you back every step of the way. I mean, obviously, the whole season's been a roller coaster, and you know – you know, coming down the stretch here, it's not going to be any different. So we'll have you back on soon, brother, and I appreciate you coming on. I th- thanks for having me. I love seeing you around the office, man. Um, I think I get the last nine or ten games at the end of the month, some pretty pivotal series. So I will see you at Nesson or at Finley Park at some point, hopefully, man. Thanks for having me on. Can't wait. Appreciate it, man. Lenny DiNardo, there he is, one of a kind on the Harbor One Hotline. He is fantastic. Uh, all right, so listen, that puts a bow I mean, would you say I pretty much covered everything for your baseball team today? I mean, honest to God. I, I mean, come on, baby. Wall to wall. Sideline to sideline. From the window to the wall. I did it all for the Red Sox. So when we come back, I'll give you a movie comparison for the Patriots. Talk a little pigskin here. Travis Thomas, W-E-E-I, here's what's trending. Now, here's what's trending on W-E-E-I. The Red Sox got the dub at Fenway Park earlier today. They beat the Tigers 6-3. Trevor Story looked great. He went 4-4 with three doubles and two stolen bases. Trevor Story now becomes the third player in Red Sox franchise history to record at least three extra brace hits and two stolen bases in a game. He joins John Valentin, who did it in 1995 against the Blue Jays, and Don DiMaggio, who did it in 1941 against the Washington Senators. And, of course, this three-run homer from Adam Duvall didn't hurt either. Eduardo deals, and there's a drive to left field, way back, and this is long gone, a towering shot over everything. 
deep into Lansdowne Street, a three-run blast by Duvall, and the Red Sox have a 6-2 lead. I will never get tired of hearing Joe Castiglione calling a home run. The Red Sox will hit the road this week to begin a three-game series against the Washington Nationals. First game Tuesday night at 7.05 p.m. James Paxton will take the mound for your Boston Red Sox. He'll be facing Josiah Gray for the Nationals who Travis was telling us earlier is a problem, so we will see. The New England Patriots made several roster moves on Saturday. One of them was the addition of a free agent running back. They signed running back C.J. Marable and offensive lineman Micah Vanterpool. In order to make room for them on the roster, the team released linebacker Olakunal Fadakazi and rookie free agent safety Jordan Helig. The Patriots will now get ready for some joint practices this week in Green Bay. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More of the Travis Thomas experience right after this. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is the Travis Thomas Show on WEEI. Travis Thomas here on WEEI, taking your phone call, 617-779-7937. Travis Thomas experience on social media, yeah. Been talking Red Sox all day long with you. With Lenny DiNardo, with Will Middlebrooks. We have uh, Mike in Connecticut I'm about to get to. Uh, so just to put a, a, a bow on that topic, I do believe they will uh, get that final wild card spot, which is uh, completely different than how I was feeling last week when uh, the sky 
was falling. I do want to transition to Patriots and uh, tell you a movie that they remind me of. I'll get to that uh, right after Mike in Connecticut. Uh, Mike, welcome to the program. Do you feel uh, all rosy inside about the Red Sox potentially getting that wild card spot, or do you think the season is over? Travis, my man, I called you last Sunday. I was really down on and disgusted with him. Yep. But I got to tell you, there's a glimmer of hope, my man. After <laughs> seeing Sale and that nasty slider back, and with story looking, and this Reyes has been a pleasant surprise, the defense a little better. The move I think they need to make, though, is that one more spark is to get Raffaella up here. I, I really like the way that kid plays. He's a great defender. And you had a caller before, Travis, and you know I haven't missed a game in 50 years. Mm-hmm. In 04, the Red Sox were three outs away. If you remember, Millard let off with a walk. Yeah. And then he sold second, so they were three outs away, which was the greatest four days of my life, you know, <laughs> when they come back and beat them rotten Yankees. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mike, I, I I think that's well said. Glimmer of hope, you called it, right? Yep, and I'm going to tell you, I was telling the producer, I'm really not so worried about Toronto, Travis, because they're a definitely different team at Alpachette. Yeah. But that Seattle pitching scares me. I mean, every five days, you know, it, it's tough. But there is hope. You got to have to win two out of three in Washington and two out of three in New York, and then, you know, just see what go. You know what happens from there. But at least, yeah. there's not the doom it was last Sunday, buddy. Yeah, no doubt. I appreciate you. Uh, you've been very supportive of me since I've been here on WEEI. I appreciate. Oh, you're you got great energy. Oh man, thank you, man. Your check is in the mail. I do appreciate that. Uh, look, I agree with you about the Mariners. Not just the pitching. In fact. Um, I mean, their ace, Luis Castillo, has looked anything but that uh, lately. But, I mean, they, they don't just, uh, you know, trot him out there. Uh, Logan Gilbert, Kirby, they got some guys. Uh, that whole team, though, uh, worries me. I, I think, you know, all year, really, uh, they've been underachieving, the Mariners I'm talking about. So, uh, you know, the fact that now, I mean, they were hot, hot, hot. They were hotter than the sun for a while. They've come back to earth now. Uh, but they mean business. I, I mean, you know, for a team that underachieved all year, as talented as they are, they're probably, uh, I, I agree with you. I think they have some staying power. I'm not as uh, down on the Blue Jays as you are. It sounds like you're kind of writing them off. I'm, I'm not willing to go there. They did win today, uh, so screw you, Toronto. But, um, you know, I still think, no one's really talking about it, but I still think that Alec Manoa thing's a big deal. I mean, they were they were counting on him. Uh, to be their ace, and that that's really uh, going to hurt them ultimately and could honestly be the difference uh, between making the playoffs or not. But, you know, I, I said this earlier, you look at the schedule, uh, Boston plays them. Uh, so, you know, if you want to keep them out of the playoffs and get in, you control your own destiny, to use a football term. And speaking of football, uh, I want to tell you about a movie. <laughs> That this Patriots offense, let me put it on the offense. Nah, damn that. The Patriots team reminds me of. The whole damn team. It's Groundhog's Day. And I know, before you call me, hell, I'll give you the number to do it. Because I know you're going to do it. 617-779-7937. Go ahead and dial it now because I know what you're going to say. Travis, it's just a preseason. Relax. Mac hasn't even played yet. we got an offensive coordinator. Blah. 
I mean, honestly, bruh, I, it's Groundhog's Day. I was bored to tears. I mean, honest to God, I'm trying to stop drinking so much. I drink a lot. I'm trying to slow down. I I sat down. Uh, was that that was Thursday night, wasn't it? I sat down Thursday night, all fired up for this preseason game. Yeah, said no one ever. Me, that's who. I sat down for a preseason game. Hype, drank in my cup. All type of wings. They're not even sponsoring me, but they're so good. I'm giving them props. Buffs in Newton, baby. Best wings I've ever had in my life. Okay. And I'm from, I mean, I'm from Maryland. We got good wings. We throw, we bathe them in Old Bay down there. You know what I'm talking about? Buffs wings in Newton. If you're listening, God bless you. So I sit down with the drink in my cup, wings. I'm hyped up for preseason. And what do I get? I I mean, (laughs) is this happening to my life? It's just the same old song, man. Oh, my God. The offense. Great defense. Per use, defense, at least the first unit, you know, the rest of the game, I don't care about that. Half of those guys aren't even going to make the team. They'll be bagging groceries. There's nothing wrong with that, but you're not going to be playing on Sunday. You dig? So, as far as, like, the the first unit guys that played, let's say that. I mean, the defense, I was fine with it, but offensively. And then, this made it worse. Friday morning, I wake up. I'm getting prepped to go to Nesson and do my thing, and I'm listening to the local shows, and I'm watching the local programming, and everyone's, you know, all over Bailey Zappi. Like, oh, he looks sharp. He went 12 of 14, and he, what? I mean, I could have done that. All he did was dink and dunk, check down Charlie, take some shots. He took one shot down the field. That's not enough. It's a preseason, bruh. Grip it and rip it. It is just Groundhog's Day. I feel like we're we're looking in the mirror of last season. Now, they're going to be a little bit better offensively because Bill O'Brien has a brain and a pulse. And so, Mack will be a little better. But, I, I mean, honestly, the offensive line was atrocious. I mean, they're not – I don't care who's quarterback – I don't care if Tom walks through that door. That offensive line's not given anyone. In fact, we saw Tom with an offensive line last season that wasn't worth a damn, and he didn't quite look like Tom, did he? I mean, I, and again, I know it's coming. Travis, a preseason, relax. This starter didn't play. That starter didn't play. I'm just going by what we all do in the first preseason, the series, first few series of all these preseason games, Okay. It looked awful. Bailey Zappi. Check down Charlie. Offensive line couldn't block. I didn't see any playmakers at all except the lone bright spot offensively, Malik Cunningham. Which, by the way, I think Malik Cunningham's going to be like the Swiss Army knife. I see some people suggesting we should give him a chance, let him play quarterback. and No. Let him do exactly what he's doing. I mean, they got him all over the place. He's running. He's catching. He's throwing. Let him do it all. Because this offense needs playmakers. It's pretty obvious, right? Ramondre Stevenson's going to be a workhorse. I have confidence in him. I do. I, In fact, you know, him not splitting carries now is going to be the best thing to happen to him. 
and the best thing that happened to this offense. Let him be the focal point. Now, you know, you didn't bring in Dalvin Cook. You didn't bring in Zeke. Most people are upset about that. I'm not. I want Ramondre to get his. I think he's that good. I think he is. I think he can be and is a feature back in this league. What I would have liked is some more weapons on the outside. That's that DeAndre Hopkins stuff, right? But, you know, because I don't, I'm not believing in Juju, Smith-Schuster, thanks. But, you know, Malik Cunningham, I will acknowledge, can help you and give you a pop and give you something offensively, a home run hitter, because Lord knows you need it. You're putting all the pressure on Mac Jones now, and that's, that's not where I want to be coming into this season. I mean, I, do, I just don't think Mac Jones is that kind of quarterback. The great quarterbacks in this league, of course, can do it. Your slightly above average quarterbacks in this league can do it in spots. Kirk Cousins can be great on, a, on one Sunday or a couple Sundays out of the year, but not consistently. Dak Prescott, three or four times in a game, can make your jaw drop with some electric play, but that's not consistent. Mac Jones is not, he's not some dynamic quarterback that's going to make a splash play every week. That's not going to happen. In fact, I want to ask less of him and take some responsibilities off of his plate. I thought he had too much last season. And again, that's because there was a coordinator who didn't have a clue, right? Now, we know all the top offenses in this league. I don't even need to go through it. Chiefs, Bills, we understand all that. But And we also know the Patriots were at the bottom of the bottom. They were in the bottom half. I mean, Patriots, Colts, Bears, Panthers, Titans, Texans, and Rams were all awful. The only teams worse were the Colts, Bears, Panthers, Titans, Texans, and Rams. That's how bad the Pats were last year. Now, I'll tell you this. The truth is in the middle. You can't be at the bottom like they were last season. You, you're just, you don't have the personnel. You, don't have, you can't even sniff the personnel to get you to the top with Mahomes and Allen and all them boys and Jalen Hurts. But I do believe a realistic landing spot is in the middle. I'm looking right now as I talk to you at the middle of the pack offensively in this league. And you know what you see? A lot of playoff teams. Middle of the pack, folks. When you get after the Chargers, right? Then that's our Chargers were like the bottom half of the top of the top. Then you start talking about the top of the middle. You get Jaguars, you get Cowboys, you get Seahawks. All playoff teams. Then smack dab in the middle. You get you get teams that didn't quite get there but they were there Browns Buccaneers with Tom uh you know a Lamar less Ravens but they were still able to make the playoffs Green Bay that was with Aaron Rodgers middle of the pack offense how about that a balanced attack too they could run the ball with Aaron Jones he had those young receivers and Rodgers is Rodgers and they were still middle of the pack and it's because they struggled early in the season so that means they came on late and made it to to the middle of the league offensively. And they that should have been a playoff team. Remember, they choked down the stretch. Giants, 
playoff team, won a playoff game. So, I, I mean, listen, if the Patriots can get there, which I believe is realistic, that is a realistic goal. They could they could be in this because that defense is elite. Not good, elite. But that's why I say it's Groundhog's Day because we already know that. I need to see more in this preseason. I am looking forward to Mac Jones playing. I am. But I'm not going to sit up here and act like Mac Jones is going to be, be the end-all, be-all. It's not going to happen. So, I, you know, I think this season we could be looking at last season all over again. Groundhog's Day. Uh, by the way, I've watched a ton of preseason football as I told you, uh, you know, I'm sitting there with my wings and beer fired up for the Patriots. I was sick to my stomach after watching that offense, but at least I was able to watch some pretty good uh, NFL preseason action since it's been back. And, um, you know, my biggest takeaway, listen, I am a college football junkie, okay? I love college football. In fact, uh, when we come back and we wrap up this fine radio program, I'll tell you um, my top storylines for college football this season. And I want to go down memory lane, too, with this uh, NBA uh, Hall of Fame class because I just have so many memories from them. So we'll do that to end the show. Uh, Right now, I want to talk some football. If you do want to talk Patriots with me, uh, what are your expectations for the offense this season? Do you think they'll be better than last season? Uh, 617-779-7937. But my takeaway – you know, so far from the uh, preseason has been the rookies because I love college football so much that I keep my eye on all these kids that come into the league, especially at the quarterback position. And I had a pretty good scouting feel, a scouting report for most, most of these guys in college anyways and how I thought they would project to the NFL. So far, one weekend... Uh, I, I think I nailed it. I mean, I felt like all of these dudes, uh, would need time to grow in the league. I didn't think any of them were day one superstars. Uh, I suspected, uh, that for all of them coming in from college, all of them, they all have their flaws. Uh, Bryce Young's too small. He kind of reminds me of Tua a little bit. Uh, who also went to Alabama. You know, Tua's a little undersized. Not ext- He's a good athlete, but he's not athletic. You with me? Uh, meaning he's not going to run away from you. He can move in the pocket. He's a good enough athlete to move around, but he's not going to outrun anyone. Um, and we see how Tua's been getting banged up. I feel the same way about Bryce Young. Very cerebral, accurate passer. Good arm, not great arm, but he's just too small. C.J. Stroud at Ohio State, I felt like, you know, I mean, I'm not trying to be mean here, but I felt like he was very robotic and and wasn't uh, dynamic. He just, you know, I mean, you're surrounded by so much talent at Ohio State. That's why those quarterbacks never work. I mean, you're surrounded by five-star track stars with hands. It's not that hard. I mean, most of those Ohio State receivers are open by 15, 20 yards. Get them the damn ball. I felt like the guy's kind of a robot, uh, Ivan Drago style. He doesn't have a lot of, you know, he, he can't improvise. It, it's a, a, you know, a one-two, and then that's it. You know, he goes through those first couple reads, gets a ball out. If it's not there, he's not going to make it happen. Anthony Richardson at Florida 
was raw as hell. I mean, bigger than Cam Newton, fast as Lamar Jackson, but his accuracy was just absolute crap. And he, you know, it seems like at times with his decision making, he had scrambled eggs for brains. Like he'd throw picks and you'd be like, what are you doing, bruh? Same thing with Will Levis at Kentucky. I mean, this dude, uh, Uncle Rico style, can throw a football over the mountains. But his, his you know, his decision-making. I mean, there were games Kentucky uh, could have won, uh, and then inexplicably in the fourth quarter, this dude will just throw to the other team, and there's no Kentucky Wildcats around anywhere. And it's just like, where are you throwing? So sure enough, I watched all those dudes this weekend. I mean, Bryce Young with the Panthers – he went 4-6 for 21 yards. He got rocked. I mean, that offensive line gave him no time. Just like Tua, he hangs on to the ball, trying to make a miracle. You're not that guy, bro. Throw it away. Live to play another day. Instead, he got rocked. I saw him. He made a completion to Adam Thielen, uh, but he got destroyed on the – I mean, he made the he made the play. I'll give him that. It was a completion. He only, uh, you know, completed four passes. And they took him out of that game quick because he got rocked on that one. So, I, you know, I don't think it's going to go well there in terms of him staying upright. Stroud, uh, we watched him, didn't we? I mean, he got picked off uh, by Jalen Mills. He just, I mean, 2 of 4 for 13 yards, the pick. He looked awful. <laughs> but that's to be expected. A rookie, a rookie head coach with a defensive mind, uh, going against a Belichick defense. Good luck with that, right? Anthony Richardson, one of his first passes was an interception. Double pump throwing off the back foot. Bro, what are you doing? He went 7-12 for 67 yards, so he kind of settled. But that pick uh, showed a lot. You know, he's got a lot of work to do, a lot of fundamentals to work on. Uh, but he did have a touchdown pass dropped. So, you know, as big as he is, run him. Right? On the read option. Just run him. He only had two carries for seven yards, but that's all right. Uh, they're going to run him into the ground, especially with uh, all the drama going on with their star running back, Jonathan Taylor. And then Will Levis, you know, he didn't play much. Um, Malik Willis played really well. He was a rookie last year, second year now. Uh, Will, Le I mean, Malik Willis didn't even look like he could throw a forward pass last year. He looked pretty good in that game. Levis came in. Had a chance to uh, beat the Bears late. Final seconds of the game. Levis takes a shot deep. Intercepted. I, I mean, it's just, you can't make this stuff up. It's exactly what I saw in college playing itself out, at least in the first week of the preseason. Levis went 9-14 for 85 yards in that pick to end it. So, you know, a lot of work to do for the rookies, but a long way to go. They all can play. I just think they'll need time. All right, listen, when we come back, uh, first of all, I'm going to go down memory lane with the NBA Hall of Fame class because uh, I feel like I watched my whole life uh, for sports with these guys that went in. So I want to talk about a couple of memories, and I'll also give you my top college football storylines as we get out of here. Travis Thomas, W-E-E-I. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela 
is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You're listening to The Travis Thomas Show on WEEI and on the Odyssey app. I'm f***ed up, homie, you f***ed up, but if God got us, then we gon' be all right. We're going to be all right here on the Travis Thomas Experience on WEEI, wrapping up this fine radio program on this fine Sunday afternoon. I guess now is it evening. I never even know. When does the evening start, technically? When does it go from afternoon to evening? Whatever it is, Sunday fun day. Uh, I want to say, I'm a, as a college football junkie, uh, I cannot wait for the college football season to start right around the corner. Uh, there's so many storylines. There's so much drama right now with Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh. Uh, Michigan's really good this year, as in, like, they could win this whole shebang of bang good. And meanwhile, uh, <laughs> Harbaugh is supposed to be suspended for the first three games, and the NCAA said, uh, not so fast, my friend. So um, apparently... The NCAA uh, committee has rejected that suspension, so um, no clue what's going on there with Harbaugh. So I want to see, obviously, how that plays out. I want to know if the Georgia Bulldogs can repeat. They are ridiculous. Uh, And, you know, a lot of the experts are saying this could actually be the greatest Georgia team of all time. That's scary stuff. Uh, How about Deion Sanders at Colorado? Um, they will stink, but Dion is just so polarizing. I want to see how he handles them stinking, and I want to see how long they're going to stink. Will he turn them around? We know he's a great recruiter. We know he was a great player. We know he's a great soundbite. What we don't know is, can he actually coach? I want to see X's and O's. Can he keep them in football games? Uh, the Heisman watch is fantastic. Caleb Williams, a quarterback for USC, is a D.C. kid. I covered him in high school. He is unreal. He won it last year. Can he uh, repeat as a Heisman winner, or will someone else emerge? There's a kid in UNC named Drake May who can sling it. There's a kid out in Washington named Michael Penix Jr. who can sling it. And then we always see these guys kind of emerge out of nowhere and get it done. Um, You know, the playoffs in college football are always great. Uh, And then we'll see who wins the natty, if it's Georgia or someone else. Also this weekend, I was all nostalgic looking at the Hall of Fame for the NBA. Are you kidding me? Pau Gasol, Tony Parker, uh, Dwayne Wade, Dirk Nowitzki. I mean, I was in Miami when Wade and Shaq won the title. That was an amazing time to be alive. How about Dirk when he was lighting up LeBron on the heat and Dwayne Wade winning that title? I mean, so many memories from those players um, Tony Parker, all the Spurs dynasty, and Popovich went in. I mean, it was just fantastic to see. And, of course, Gasol, you always think of Kobe. Just an amazing, iconic class there. All right, I'm back next Sunday. Let's do it again, baby. 
Travis Thomas, W-E-E-I. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 